1: erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague ridden world that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children the heresies of Radolf Wine, coming January 2nd wherever podcasts are available
2: can you move back from the mic just a little bit it's, right here? it's coming it? through like super loud for me is it, is it for you uh, too it's
0: super loud I don't know it's turning me on Yeah. <laughs> I like when someone screams at me. I don't know. I do know. I'm into that too. I'm like, yell at me, Sarah!
1: <laughs> Amazing. Keep that in.
0: I'm diking out. You're out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about.
2: Hi and welcome to Dyking Out, a podcast that can help you install your window AC unit. I'm Carolyn Bergier And I'm Sarah York. And today we're diking Out with Allie Colbert about stand-up comedy... Some of you have seen Allie doing stand-up on The Tonight Show and appearing on The Today Show with Kathy Lee and Hoda, True TV's Comedy Knockout, and more. Allie, thank you for diking out with us today. Thanks
0: for having me. I'm excited to be here.
2: We're so excited to have you. Uh, I met you doing a show called The Lesbian Agenda at yeah. Union Hall. We exclusively
0: hang out in spaces that have lesbian in the name. Oh, yes. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been in a straight space.
2: Yeah. That, well, that that's fitting. Our last episode was called Dyke Spaces, yeah. so oh, you'll, okay. you'll fit here. right there in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> one quick announcement Uh, our next Stonewall show is July 29th Monday we still have some tickets on sale for that so you can go to dikingoutcom slash events what
0: you guys have a Stonewall show we sure do do. we're gonna have you on it sometime Um, I'll be there July 29th guys yeah that's awesome
2: (laughs) Uh, the lineup this time is Mindy Raff uh, Katie Ellen Humphries Gina Bloom Mila Miles and Sabrina Wu and then Alison Pontier is gonna be our musical guest so it's gonna be so much fun and we hope to see you there because we didn't have a show last month so we missed you yeah. all um at the show we have a lot of regulars which i think is awesome yeah i like seeing the same people come every month except it makes me have to change up my my hosting bits <laughs> up top every time i panic and you wear a different black leather vest every time or I, is it the same one oh it's this <laughs> you think i own multiple <laughs> uh, i don't know i would believe that it's like the only butch thing i own that's and true yeah it's my wife's yeah. um <laughs> So yeah, we're recording this. It's been a while since we recorded because mm-hmm. I was in Peru. You were for ten days. I just what got were you back doing in Peru, meeting my wife's family,
0: and you've never met them. Only over Facetime. What's that about?
2: Well, <laughs> because she's from Peru and yeah. they're they're like far away. But yeah, <laughs> did they not come to
0: the wedding? Oh, uh, we we um, eloped. Yeah. yeah. And how can I can I just go into this? Yeah. How long have you been married? Two years of yesterday, yeah. Two years and you have, so she's not close to her family. Well, she is, except she
2: couldn't, uh, because of her green card, she couldn't, like, leave the country for... A year or so. So like she just started being able to leave the country in October and then it's winter in Peru now and that's the time to do like Machu Picchu and all that stuff. Yeah. So we were waiting for like the non-rainy season to go. That is
0: insane. Two years and you haven't met your wife's family. Yeah. So what did you think of them? I love them. You love them, and they love well, me. well, you can't say you don't love them now. <laughs>
2: oh no, right? <laughs> You're stuck. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I, no, I'm very fortunate that they were yeah. awesome. I mean, again, I like I sort of knew them through through Facetime and whatnot, but being around them was different. And then I met like the cousins and the aunts and uncles, and like randomly like ran into family members on wow. the streets of Lima. That meeting that many people
1: at once of my significant other is my actual nightmare
2: when you don't speak the language. Well,
1: honestly that, that. would be better because yeah. then I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to understand any of their small talk. Yeah, Like anyone who wants me to understand would have to intentionally sit down and talk to me and I wouldn't have to sit there and listen to like all their not yeah. that this is not that this is what happened but like if I were meeting someone and I I just wouldn't want to hear all their like
0: Les- inside lesbianas, family lesbianas.
1: yeah like yeah <laughs> I wouldn't want to hear all their inside family like talk, you know, yeah but, like you're not involved. It's like when you go out, it's like when you go out with like your girlfriend and like all of her friends and they talk like about just them, you know, like their inside and all their inside baseball kind of stuff. Yeah. I would love to just not to just be able to sit there and smile and nobody speaks. My I would love that. I find this to be advantageous that you didn't speak the language.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, I could understand most of it. And like some of them speak English, like her sisters speak English, but they were all so loving and and cecilia you know she actually like wasn't out to her dad when we first got together mm-hmm. and she came out to him and she w- was really worried because peru it's like kind of conservative it's very catholic uh but he was so great about it cool. and he you know was calling me like daughter and telling me that his house is my house and like whenever i want to come and th- this is like a scenario she thought would never happen so it's, it was well, like very moving Well, this is what moving. you think he said yeah he
0: was- <laughs> He was probably like, "This is my fucking house, my house."
2: You missed the
1: fuck part, and yeah. you thought he was saying, "This is this house is your house." Yeah. Oh, that's this great. could be all my See, that's misinterpretation. Because then you can just interpret what you want from when people are saying to you. Sure.
2: Yeah. It all came out. Or as Cecilia friendly. is so
1: sweet that she was just translating it in a nice way. No, Maybe. I believe it. It's fine.
2: No, I'm it, it glad great. you guys had a
1: good time. We had we was, had a great time. I was following
2: along with you on Instagram. Uh, apparently not close enough because well, you missed my guinea pig story you want, Oh, oh I they just eat watched guinea it. pig they eat guinea pig and Cecilia I didn't know
1: any of this and she posted a very detailed story of her well like a like a, a full story of her wife eating kui is what it's called kui yeah. kui and it is a fucking whole guinea pig they,
2: they don't even they don't even hide it. They like bring it out and it looks like a fried guinea yeah. pig. And they gave it a little helmet made, made out of a tomato.
0: Give it, they gave it, it a twenty
1: helmet? minutes
2: first. <laughs> what do you mean they give it a helmet? I mean made just this one place. Helmet. They made a tomato helmet on the head on the severed head of the guinea pig it's and put a pepper aesthetic. in its mouth. There's
1: no point. It's already dead.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. But
1: I didn't know that you did that. And apparent and a lot of our listeners responded. Thank yeah. you
2: all for your feedback.
1: <laughs> Both good and bad. Uh,
0: I mean, those were
2: the two responses. It was very, and past, like, May Wilkerson, uh, past gas, mm-hmm. was like, I ate koi when I was I in Peru. I thought you said Mae the- Wilkerson, past gas.
0: <laughs> she, she ate. I candy, bet she, she does daily. She, yeah. Past gas. You know May Wilkerson, past gas, once. It's normal I was thing. like, okay. I guess that's a relevant point. <laughs>
1: uh, but you had sent me, like, a screenshot or something. And you said, this is my most polarizing post yet. And then I just like, I breezed past. I didn't even like think of it. And then you showed me this guinea pig story. So everyone listening, I just saw this. Like moments ago,
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is fresh in my head. It gets crazy. The brains part was a little because yeah. The waiter oh, the, oh, convinces you the brain. well, you don't have to, but the waiter well, convinced to. Cecilia too, and she never had before. And then she was very worried about like the par- like, like, could you the get something disturbing? You yeah, have to literally crack the skull. Crack, yeah, yeah, but I don't like he, he like that. stabbed no. it like like Buffy the Vampire Slayer like yeah. stabbing. Like, he
1: gave just it a like really like he? Hill the waiter, Bill, the waiter, Jack Pulp Fiction. Like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but it's a delicacy in Peru. Yeah, I mean, same with I mean, it, um alpaca. I yeah. you know how I had people alpaca. eat alpaca uh, at like
1: those fancy restaurants that they eat those illegal like canaries.
0: Yeah.
2: No. It's a thing. Canaries I, I saw
1: it on Succession on HBO. Oh. Um but they put you put your linen nap- your napkin over your head to as a way to like traditionally it's a way to like uh, hide what you're doing like from god or like you know whatever what
0: culture is this i don't
1: know what the culture it is i know they do it in fancy restaurants rich people culture city. it's rich it's rich people <laughs> culture. Let me I you know. culture i'm rich and i've never done that <laughs> <laughs> um they eat the whole it's a songbird and they eat the whole thing it's like fried evidently it's amazing does it sing for you first i don't know that should be part of it i you should get a show out of it Wow. Anyway, Uh, weird stuff.
2: Yeah. The food, I I mean, the guinea pig, it it was tasty, but the food aside from that is outstanding. Um, Another cool thing is that the Incan flag is a rainbow, so it looks like it's just pride all the time in Peru. So it's just (laughs) rainbow flags everywhere, uh, which I was – at first I was like, oh, is it – was it pride in this very small <laughs> yeah. village in, in the Andes? And she's like, no, that's the Incan flag. Oh, I love that. Um, but if you're looking for cheap pride jewelry, uh, go to Peru. <laughs> Great. Because it's a good price. And then also uh, it was really cool to be in a country that hasn't had like a huge feminist movement yet, but it's happening now okay. and talking to like her young cousins and her sisters and her friends and learning about the kind of grassroots feminism stuff going on, it's just like very inspiring. And they're all like super pumped up. Like her one cousin, uh, younger cousin was wearing a shirt that was like, yes, I'm a feminist. And her other friend had like this handkerchief that she wears um, for women who want information about how to obtain an illegal abortion. Cause it's wow, legal there. Yeah. So you like seek out all people right. with these green handkerchiefs and even like um, her sister's boyfriend was talking about how like he didn't really understand um, trans uh, issues yeah. and he like watched YouTube videos to educate himself and like change the way he thinks. So they're like seeking out ways. So there's one guy in, in the more... mountains
1: who <laughs> educates himself about anything.
2: <laughs> you no, have they... to
1: journey up to find him.
2: No, <laughs> all, the, all the guys I was meeting, like, again, cool. again, they were like, You're you like, know, those girls, they really want to be
0: free. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty inspiring.
2: They are training. They are training their men. Uh, I love that <laughs> to be to be yeah. feminist. So it was. Yeah, that cool. was really cool. The kids are all right. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about Peru. Um,
0: other stuff. Emmy nominations uh-huh. mm. came out.
2: They did. The only one I know is Gwendolyn
1: Christie for Game of Thrones. Too and you know her Tarth.
0: story with that, right? HBO didn't nominate her for the Emmy, so she nominated herself. Is that not a story of girl power? Wow, what? I love that.
1: Speaking of, I that's didn't know amazing. That. Yeah. Oh.
0: So and now she got she. I mean, she was nominated. I'm picturing her doing
1: it in her full costume Me as too. Brienne of like as the character Brienne of Tarth. Like she shows up to the Emmy office and you know reveals her sword for sure. That's yeah. what I and see. says. I'm here. Yeah. to Get Miami nomination, yeah. No, they for your consideration. Choice. Just like, yeah, yeah, this has been
2: considered. You're doing, yeah, this. yeah. <laughs> and like Podrick was with her, yeah, yeah. I too many nominations for a shit season of a show uh, for Game of Thrones, <laughs> but Fleabag got a lot of nominations, yeah, of
1: course.
0: And Ellie mentioned wanting to talk a little well, bit you, about Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I didn't. Did you? Do you have you watched anything Phoebe Waller-Bridge? No. Well, actually, this is a huge problem, really. I know. Yeah. So I actually heard you haven't even watched the original L word. How have you heard of of
1: this? Because I
0: I was excited to talk about how in the fall the new season's premiering and I think personally to have a podcast called Diking Out and to have not seen the L word. I know. I think it's reckless. I I I think you're right. And I think that it was Dana was hard for me too. That's why I stopped watching. I but watched you season have one to three, and then Dana
1: died and I was a little baby dyke at the time and I loved Dana. Now she's definitely not my type, but I loved Dana even though she was a closeted nightmare of a human being yeah. in hindsight.
0: But it's you. Ha- it's so hard. I agree with you. I mean, I thought to myself, how did anyone watch this? How did anyone watch us? <laughs> and then I pushed through, yeah. and I'm a better gay for that. You yeah. are.
1: You came out the other side. You have to like, do it. You're just like the Shawshank Redemption when he goes like that. That is what you did. It's I,
0: so important. I actually booked you just
2: to come on the podcast to bully Sarah about <laughs> the TV that. she doesn't I, watch. Cause, yeah, because you're suggesting all these great topics around <laughs> TV shows, and I'm like, it's not going to happen. She was like,
0: Sarah won't, Sarah won't watch anything gay. So what do you watch, Sarah? I
2: watch. Let me tell you what I watch: Big Little Lies, which I maintain
1: is gay because of my. My devastating crush on all of these middle-aged actresses.
0: Yeah, truly the um, least gay show on television. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, there's not one sort of, there's nothing about there is, the most actually, you're heteronormative right. not even a gay show. man on the show, which Literally, you would nah. think they
1: would throw a token, like, a white cis gay man which No yeah. nothing It's just the five Of those, those women like their Putting
0: their hands In the middle And being like We love the binary yeah. like, There's nothing Like, the, the, and We're not going to tell About this
1: murder That's not even A fucking murder It would have been A cut and dry case Of self defense If they just hadn't Lied to the fucking cops I And also agree. This whole thing Would have been caught On camera I'm sorry There's no fucking way that there weren't severely... The the plot doesn't make any fucking sense.
2: Yeah. But I love the show. Love it too. There is a theater program and the director of it is a straight man. That's how straight the show is. That's true.
1: Oh my God. Okay, fine. (laughs) I'm just saying I personally have a gay relationship with Laura Dern in my head.
0: I'm sorry. Mary Fuck Kill the women on Big Little Lies.
1: (gasps) Mary Renata. I don't
0: care that she's Mary Laura Dern. Okay.
1: Mary Laura Dern. Fuck Reese Witherspoon. Kill Shane Lee and Woodley. And like, have brunch once with zoe kravitz wow
0: i'm so different she's than boring. you what about you and then i'm gonna go oh i my can't God. i can't believe you said that
1: <laughs> i seriously. I want to hear yours after this go
2: i mean i would marry zoe kravitz me too well
1: she's rad. i we talking about the character <laughs> or the actor there's two different things because the character is boring i don't, boring. Zoe I don't kravitz think it's clearly the most rad of all of them the character but her i think bonnie bonnie's just like She's driving me nuts right now. She needs to confess. She murdered a man. That's she great. Mur- well, that's like yeah, 10 the, No, points. that is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Any, any woman who's killed one, like a man is like permanently in the club.
2: Like oh, I, I, I just I you want
0: You've to- you forgotten Nicole Kidman. Uh, exactly. Wow. Can you tell me what you would do? <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, so so <laughs> Holy shit. Ma-
1: Mary Nicole Kidman's on an, an She's on an Ambient bender. I don't want to deal with her right now.
0: Oh, you know what? I'm not sticking. I don't really care about the ambient vendor.
2: I, I would, I would fuck Laura Dern. Wow, I obviously, think, and kill. Um, this this is, should be fast. This is and
0: obvious. I, we all want to kill the same one. I was going to say Nicole Kidman just to put her out of her misery. Are you kidding me, Shailene Woodley? Oh, Shailene, Shailene Woodley, Woodley, you're right. Is, you're right. I'm sorry. Of I forgot. She makes There's me want to go to sleep. Yeah. No,
2: yeah, <laughs> No, definitely. I take it back. Kill Shailene Woodley 100%. You don't Woodley, need ambient when you have Shailene Woodley acting. Shailene That's how bad it was. Woodley. I
0: forgot about her. I forgot. Even Ugh. though you just said her Every name. Every time I go to take a melatonin I just watch two seconds of Shailene Woodley on the fucking show.
1: I gotta watch the movie Divergent when they tried to make her into Jennifer Lawrence status. It didn't work. It didn't That was a work. YA failure and you should never fail at young adult like, genre because those totally are always moneymakers. and that one sucked. Yeah. Sucked.
2: Well, anyway,
1: who would you marry?
2: Bonnie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. okay.
1: I don't know. Celeste can go. Nicole can, I just uh, can't. Nicole
0: Kidman cannot go. For me, I'm the, almost the most turned on by her. Really? No? Her and so Zoe Kravitz. Yours? Zoe Kravitz, I would marry. Okay. Nicole Kidman, I would fuck. Shailene Woodley's dead. See, I feel like Nicole Kidman's all elbows. She
1: is. She's very angular. And I'm going to
0: suck those elbows. (laughs) those Those are some weenuses that I'll give my attention to. Oh, my God. She's just like a, Mm -hmm. I think she's beautiful, but she also is just like a stretched out squirrel to me. (laughs) Stretched out squirrel.
2: Yeah, she's very squirrely. Her and Taylor Swift. Squirrely. You know who's squirrely? Shailene. Yeah, Shailene.
1: Oof, I can't. And I can't with her in the show, like, and I can't get into this, like, this like surf boy, like vape teen that she's dating. I don't I'm like not that into it. He's and like, like 14. Like, he's I a smooth face little baby, and she's like a woman with a child. And the kid sucks. I just can't. Oh, Ziggy, he's sweet. Yeah. Ziggy bores me. I told my fr- I told someone this. <laughs> but... Fuck,
0: Mary, kill Ziggy or the twins. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the twins got to go. Those little fucking demons. <laughs> she's gonna get herself into a situation like that demons. movie, The Good Son, where the lady ends up holding both kids over the cliff and has to choose one. Yeah. they're both evil. It very much is the
2: Good Son. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, those kids are terrible. Ziggy's boring. I like I like Bonnie's kid. She's sweet. Madeline's kid is a fucking nightmare. She's a brat. She's the catch me outside girl.
0: Oh, Amabella, yeah.
1: No, Am- well, Amabella oh, no, no. Is, is the oh. other one who looks to me like a Victorian little girl that died a hundred years ago and oh. haunts the house. Oh my Amabella god, Amabella is like a ghost. ghost. Yeah. Amabella is a
0: ghost. Is. Could you imagine? It's I the think Six that's Six the Sense. twist. Amabella's, Amabella's in a psych ward. That's a, Every that's a character's in a four twist. Amabella's yes. been dead this whole time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. There's something going on with Reese Witherspoon's kid because Reese Witherspoon's kid... That girl is a brat. Why does she have the mind of like a 47-year-old? Yeah, that thing that...
1: The the, the the unhinged thing that she made, I was like, who the fuck are these writers? Have they met a second grader? I don't this understand. This is an eight-year-old child. Everyone's
0: in class and they're like playing with paste and then Reese Witherspoon's <laughs> kid's like, has anyone done the Sunday crossword?
1: <laughs> Reese Witherspoon's kid's like doing ketamine with her big sister. With, yeah, Those we, girls are fucking nightmares. They're nightmares. <laughs>
2: Seriously. <laughs> Look at their mom, though. Reese Witherspoon's a fucking nightmare. Well, it's crazy. Well, she's a helicopter parent. That's she, the problem. She got them into the whole thing in the first place. She did, She's yeah. a mess,
0: and her husband is a fucking bore, and if I wasn't gay before, <laughs> seeing him would make me gay in five seconds.
2: I, I, do lo- I do love
1: Adam Scott, but his character is like, dude, are you gonna fucking mope around? At this point, it's been like six months since she found out she was cheating. Just fucking break up with her. Just do it. If you're gonna do it, do it. He is such a little baby, and I'm also not convinced that he, his character, Ed would have the kind of money that they need for that house. Are you kidding me? How is this guy making money? He has no charisma.
0: No idea. Every scene, what does Ed say? I can't wave a wand.
1: (laughs) I'm still here. (laughs) Yeah, we know.
0: You're always lurking in the corner at the wrong fucking time. Oh, no. My wife slept with another man. (laughs) I wonder why.
2: (laughs) Anyway, big Adam Scott fan. Well, I was going to say... I like him the most because he looks the most like a lesbian, so. is <laughs> the closest He's, thing we had to lesbian representation on that he, show. He's yes. boring.
1: He doesn't fuck enough. <laughs> He's forgive, trying to forgive All about a cheating, emotion. Or cheating wife
0: You're so right. He is our lesbian representation. He does have
1: my he same is. wardrobe. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. What man sees her in the wedding dress and goes... Well now I might I might forgive you <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, like, that's
1: a good start. That <laughs> wedding dress scene was fucking crazy. I thought crazy. he was going to break up with her at that point. That was she, crazy, and she was like obviously drunk. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's she, she was on uppers. Uh, oh, yeah, she had I taken don't know. a lot yeah, of uppers for that.
2: So okay, getting back to to the oh, back yeah, yeah. quickly. Phoebe Waller Bridge
0: uh, is like.
2: Bisexual, but not really labeling it? I don't know. Well, I
0: don't think she's... I don't think that that's true. I think that she has... um, I mean, we don't have to talk about Fleabag if you haven't watched Fleabag or know anything about Feedwell Ridge. That was just a suggestion. I do. You you, you want
1: to? This is is the format of the show is the guest and Carolyn talks about something I've never seen. Okay,
0: so I personally just really love Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I love what she's doing. I love, um, I watched Crashing on Netflix, which I was obsessed with, and I really liked Fleabag, and uh, I'm inspired by her story as a creator. Yes. How she, Fleabag was this, Playing she did, did at you see the Fringe it? Festival. I didn't get tickets when she brought it to New York. I did. Oh, and how was that? It was great, and I got to meet her afterwards, and she was so nice. Oh, so why would you take over? Well. <laughs> the fuck is this? Bury the lead. I know. Here you go on. you yeah, she's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did ask her to dyke out with us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a long shot. And what'd she say? Still... She said yes, but, she you know. She didn't know what
0: that meant. We got to follow up. Right. Yeah.
2: She yeah, was she, like, she didn't oh. realize I was coming over was like, with a dental want dam. Scissor
0: her yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you want to? I tip? mean,
1: also would. I don't know. <laughs> um,
0: I just love her. She's I great. Love Fleabag. I think there was some alluding to her and her best friend having a relationship that was maybe more than platonic.
2: I the relationship there, and then also her. I mean, it's. It's in the, um, the one woman show, too, where she just kind of like alludes to having like these threesomes or mm. being like very open to like sexual relationships with women. But then she goes off and writes the show uh, Killing Eve, which has like oh my God. super gay right. vibes and, yeah. and things happening. You haven't seen so Killing it's kind Eve. of interesting
0: for, for. for. Also, that scene in Fleabag when it cuts away and there's just pussy all over her face. What? <laughs> I was like, what?
1: <laughs> you know, that was subtle, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> and it was brilliantly done. That's she, the cinematography. She's, going, <laughs> she's like What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry, there's oh no <laughs> camera. She can't see what just happened. <laughs> I wish they could,
1: though. The, 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 what? <laughs>
0: We need to tape it next time for our Patreon. Oh my
2: god, that's content. really fucking good. That's funny. Uh, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll stop talking about that. The the last thing I want to talk about is that got nominations. Uh, that will lead us into our topic is uh, marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I think sucks.
1: Oh my god, you think it sucks. I think, haven't seen it. Wouldn't know.
0: Let me tell you. Don't something. waste your time.
1: I don't watch anything that takes place before the only 2005. Thing,
0: the only thing that could make that show worse is Shailene Woodley. <laughs> <laughs> Shailene Woodley and
1: her bangs. I also said, I think I said this on Twitter, but those bangs are going to get them caught because those are the bangs of someone going through a fucking crisis. Oh, holy shit! That's why the the, the detective is all over their ass because the detective's like, you know what? I was going to lay off these ladies and just buy the story. Then that fucking weird one got bangs. She's going through something. Yeah, they're she's really going like, through. She's obviously going through some sort of struggle. She's I, maybe I should dig a little deeper.
0: Oh, I don't like marvelous Maisel. Maisel, <laughs> I really hate that show. Okay, I feel like something's wrong with me because a lot of
2: a lot of stand up comics who are women like rave about the show, and I'm like, I, I thought I hated it because I do stand up, and I'm right. like, and I know, I know that's part of why I hate it. Yeah,
0: but when I found out that she wasn't Jewish and she was doing this like da shtick of a jew girl she, yeah i'm jewish so i can say but like i thought that beca- it suddenly became really anti-semitic oh, her character's not jewish her character is so overtly cartoonish well, jewish thought, and but, i but thought rachel brosnahan isn't no and i thought the whole thing was like really tongue in cheek and then rachel brosnahan is just like a random person and i'm oh, like oh she this was feels jewish. really weird now yeah <laughs> I, I don't, thought not sure know. she was. I don't know. She's oh. not. But the show's, uh, you know, I haven't watched the second season, admittedly. I did watch the first. I started and I couldn't. I couldn't get through it. And, and my friend's in it
2: and I wanted to watch it to Who does at your least see play? him. He plays like the, the house boy when they go to the
0: Poconos. Mm. That's the one episode I watched. Yeah? Because I heard that that was a good episode representative, uh, representative of that like Poconos comedy culture. Okay, okay. I can't remember the house boy though. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, he's a good guy. And,
2: mm. uh, yeah, I, I can't, uh, it gets nominated for, for all this stuff. She wins all these awards, but Amy Sherman Palladino, the, it's like, they might as well just take scripts from Gilmore Girls and recycle them for the well, show. Well, I it's hated same, Gilmore Girls. Right. I, I couldn't get through it. Yeah, I never even yeah. tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't it. Like seemed it. like,
1: like if Aaron Sorkin ever wrote characters from women, it would be that. Like oh. the whole pithy back and forth shit. I can't and deal with And he's coked
2: up. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm shocked that you haven't seen Gilmore Girls because it's so straight. I'm not, have you met her? I spent
0: five minutes with her, she's so nothing. <laughs> she only watches uh, I'll have you know I've watched stuff.
1: season three and four of The Office at least a hundred times. Okay. So straight, huh? so straight. I know, it's so bad. I know, I get it. It's okay. like, I, yeah, it's a thing. I gotta fix it, I will, this winter. How long have you been doing stand-up?
0: I've been doing stand-up for... Almost eight years. Eight years. And what made
2: you get started? Was that like the first entree into to comedy for you?
0: Um, I always watched stand-up growing up. And like I, whenever we, my family went to put on like a movie or a TV show, I was always like, let's watch like a stand-up special. Like, mm. that's awesome. We're just going to laugh. Like that was the best to me. I was like, why wouldn't we watch this? Yeah. And I always wanted to do stand-up. And then when I came to NYU, that was the first thing I did my first semester in New York is I started going to open mics. That's awesome. Was Laughing Buddha there back then? Laughing Buddha was a thing. Yeah, it was still a scam. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that was something. And um, I took a class at Caroline's on Broadway. Yeah. With um, Linda, is her last name Scherzer? I don't know. Um, That's either her name or a woman who ran an Israel program that I did one summer. So I'm not sure whose name I just gave. Linda Smith, maybe. But... um, uh, I took that class and I did like the the new talent show at Caroline's yeah. and I was just I've been doing it since yeah yeah uh, yeah I've been doing it for a little bit more than
2: five years now um, also started out with the laughing Buddha mics and if you know you're what listening was you a, know, what was a scam about it Real I mean quick. I mean it's just like you have to pay five dollars and you have, to you have to pay and buy like a seven dollar drink. You have to pay for a lot of mics. You yeah. lose a lot oh, of money okay, doing comedy. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It just feels like oh well sometimes that, that part is not as much like of a scam life. as I felt the like they're like, and if you bring seven people, the booker from the tonight show is gonna give you feedback on your set. And yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. he never shows up, a waiter comes and he's like, oh, I heard some of it. it sounds good. Right. You know, yeah, it's just yeah. nothing. Yeah, they their big thing is trying to, to do these the bringer, bringer shows. shows, yeah. And the bringer shows are
2: these uh, these showcases of like 26 comedians in a row doing five minutes and everybody has brought, you know, seven coworkers. Gee, I wouldn't want anyone
1: I know to be there. I know. If I yeah. did stand up. But it's that's tough. the whole point of it is I would like...
2: But that's kind of how you get your first, like, tape that you then pay money to send to people for these uh, competitions and festivals that you also don't get paid to perform in. Sounds great. That you go to. Amazing. It's an amazing <laughs> choice. Glamorous business. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, yeah. What, so where do you, like, what's your, are you always doing stand up now? No, I've never been always doing stand up. And that's something,
2: like, I I want to. I've just, like, never got into that rhythm of, like, getting up, like, three, four times a night. Like, well, I think that's, like, kind of bullshit.
0: Okay, Not thanks. what you're saying, but the, no, the no, fact no. that people say, if you need to be a stand up, you need to get up. Five times a night. Yeah. That's just not realistic for a lot of people with jobs. Yeah. So that's, that's what never been something I've been able to do. Yeah. What I can say to myself is I can say, okay, I really want to try and get up at least four or five times this week. Yeah. And focus on that. Yeah. But everyone running around telling people, I go to seven mics a day and I <laughs> write a hundred jokes a minute. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. It's yeah. not true. Yeah. I don't. And that just intimidates yeah. people. And I think it's fake. Yeah, it, well, you'll go to open mic. It seems mics. like a little
1: gatekeepy too. You know, it seems like a kind of thing the guys say
0: it, in the business. It's what people say to like reassure
2: to themselves that they're like doing what they're supposed to do. Like, like people get up and they'll be like, "Oh man, uh, I haven't been up in two days. This is going to be rough." And I'm like, "I haven't been up in two weeks because yeah. I have other shit going on." Like. Yeah. I don't know, it's, yeah, it's this weird culture where you feel, but, but then I did, you know, when I did my, like, little West Coast tour recently, and I was going up, like, one or two times every night for for two weeks, I did notice a big difference, like, that my set got so much tighter and better within those two weeks, and I was like, I need to be doing this more, and then I get back to New York, and it's like... You know, the podcast and yeah. all other things going on and writing projects and then, you know. Like anything you think, else, yeah. if you, you yeah. got to make it
0: your priority. And it's like if, yeah. wherever that falls in your, you know. It's tough because like I'd,
2: to me, like the, the idea of being like a touring stand-up comic going to like comedy club, Like the way that you would have to make money just doing stand-up comedy is a nightmare to me. It's mm-hmm. like me too, kinda doing clubs with these like gross men who are like, PC culture is ruining yeah. the country, and right. like, uh, yeah, the comedy it,
1: club like, like your your average comedy club, especially outside once you get outside of New York, then they're really run by like some seedy fucking people. Yeah, and I just I've never like I've never envied people that are in that like traveling part of their career where they're just like. Hoofing it to all these different cities, staying in shitty hotels, get like there's so much that goes into it. Yeah, well, do you do stand up? No, I don't. It's not uh, really my thing.
2: So on the flip side, uh, those comedy clubs though, like really need women and need you know like yeah, people yeah. Ugh, could benefit from that. But yeah, the crowds are. Have,
1: have you performed outside of New York? Like, yeah. Do you, what I do mean, you, what's I have that experience.
0: Um, it's I always talk about this time when I performed in Montana. And afterwards, they they offered to bring me to a shooting range, and I because that's how they celebrate with the comics. And they took me to the shooting range, and the targets were Obama and Osama bin Laden.
1: Oh my God! No, yeah. And they thought that those two were related. I'm sure. Yeah, like, they were that's like, Obama, they were like, and These that's his brother targets. Osama bin Laden. Yeah. That's what the TV told me. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? That's fucking terrible.
0: No, no that's just a a story.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I'm from that part of the country. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's absolutely what would have happened.
0: Oh my god. Yeah.
1: Uh yeah, I don't know. I I actually I worked in a comedy club when I was living in Kansas City. I worked at a place called Sanford and Sons and it was run by the most just shitty corrupt individuals I ever met in my entire life. They were the yeah. there were three brothers and Book me. They were the grossest men on earth. One of them would bring in just hookers, like just like absolute, just like literal prostitutes, which that's fine for them. I don't, I don't shame sex workers, but this guy was disgusting. Always had like a little bit of Coke dust, just sort of around his mouth and nose in his sixties. And um, then the middle brother was the guy that kind of ran the show. And then the youngest brother I actually liked, this is kind of a sad story. He ended up dying in a car wreck while I worked there but he was, they were just like, the, it was the worst business. Was this the Trump would, family? Kind of. They, they were <laughs> like, like the trashy like Midwest version of that. Yeah. Um, and they uh, they would regularly fuck over the comedians. They would make me give the comics their checks because they would be gone by then. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, wait 20 minutes and give them the check. And I was like, okay. And every fucking time, the comic would open the envelope and be like, this is not what I...
0: Oh, my you know, God. Like they,
1: and they were those kind of shady guys, you know. Everything used was to cash. Carnies? Was What's and you were their little of. peddler. I was. Uh-huh. I was the little. Gu- I was the little like buffer.
2: Wow. wow. Yeah, that's
1: where I met Dave Coulier, because he yes. did the only all ages show they did all year round because his comedy is like for middle you know middle schoolers, <laughs> and he just sat at the bar and drank a Pepsi and we talked about hockey for a while. He's a sweet yeah. guy. Yeah. Anyway, it's a weird business. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah.
2: Um. How. So were, were you always out when you were doing stand-up or did that happen like you Oh, I'm intuitive? not gay.
0: <laughs> 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 um, no, I, uh, you know, when I started college, I wasn't out at all to myself even. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know. I had like a really interesting relationship with my sexuality where like all the time growing up, I was like, fuck, I'm gay. I'm going to die alone. I have to live a lie. But then I would like be like, no, nah, I'm not gay. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean like it just like really like just not it, it was very difficult for me growing up like Yeah, I was super depressed as a yeah. kid um but I always was like telling jokes um and then when I came to college and started do- doing jokes dating was never a part of my act my yeah. relationships were never a part of my act I started date- I was dating some guys then and then my first Serious relationship with a woman was my senior year of college, and then I was like, "Okay, <laughs> you're you know you, you're you're gay, Ellie." <laughs> and um, you know, th- uh, it took me time though to include it in my act, and I still feel sometimes hesitant in certain rooms to maybe open my act with kind of informing the audience of my sexuality, even yeah. if it means I mean I don't get on stage and I'm, well, actually in one of my jokes I say I'm Allie, and I'm you know gay or I'm bisexual, but. Um, sometimes I feel like if I say that immediately, I'm afraid that I'll alienate the crowd mm. and, like, lose some of them. I don't know if that's an irrational fear or if that's right spot on. But some I still have, like, a bit of a relationship with it in my jokes.
2: Yeah, I think th- that's something, I mean, that, that I struggle with because I obviously, like, I have a lot of gay material. And if I'm doing, like, a, a gay show, like, you know, Stonewall or something called The Lesbian Agenda where – People know know the deal before mm-hmm. I get up on stage. Then um, I go into my material where it's, like, obvious that, that I'm gay or I talk about, like, my wife or whatever right away. Um, and then any other environment, I never open with that, and I only bring that up, like, halfway through my set.
0: Purposefully. Yeah. Why do you think you do that? Um, just,
2: I, I guess because... Uh, I don't know, like, half my material, like, it's more relevant to that, whereas, like, the other half of my jokes are just, like, dark, dark humor. And you don't need to know anything about me sexually for that. But so do you I feel like them. you'll
0: lose them if you say that up top? I
2: don't know if it, I would lose them, but, like, I don't want it to distract from um, how twisted my other jokes are. Right. <laughs> mm. I don't know. So So that's been, like, a formula that's worked for me. But then sometimes I wonder, like... Am I am I too gay on stage like am I falling into the Cameron Esposito mm-hmm. trap where for a while and she's kind of moved away from it but for a while people are like we get it you're gay we get it you're gay and like constantly but it's like but this is our lives and it's kind of funny and nobody well, also, those for years the comics talked that about it. Their whole career is their whole act
1: is is super like heteronormative like Eliza Schlesinger's entire fucking thing is joking about like men dating women women dating men like yeah. The whole, that's her whole act. It's all three of her fucking Netflix specials are, are that. And like, why can't, why the hell can't queer comics do that too? Yeah, uh, I'm just saying, yeah. I'm not like saying you should do that, but I'm just saying in general, the same standards definitely don't apply to us when it comes to like, like no one's going to go, we get it, Eliza, you're straight at her show. Right. I say that to my television, but ha. like it's, and even like comics I love, like Ali Wong, like her whole set basically is about like, meeting her husband and being with her husband and like having a baby with him that kind of thing it's yeah f- it's fucking hilarious but it's also like straight comics do it all the time yeah whereas queer comics are like i don't know i don't know if i should this should be my whole identity or whatever
2: yeah it's crazy because for a while i mean obviously people like wanda sykes and ellen and rosie yeah. were in the closet and a lot of their material god, i remember
0: wanda sykes old jokes about her husband yeah oh my god and i was like please yeah <laughs> I'm like seven, yeah. smoking a cigar. I'm like, come out of the closet already, Wanda. <laughs> I just
1: I, picture you in like a like an oversized smoking jacket,
2: like where your little hands right. can't even. <laughs> my hand. I, wa- I want to revisit that material because it's probably great, that, that context. It's yeah. like watching like old episodes of The Ellen joke- Show where yeah, she's she was- gone on dates with men. Oh, and you're like- Oh,
0: my God. She was like, sex is all about teamwork. It's all about how we can help make him come. Yeah. That was her joke? Wanda was telling oh jokes. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. Oof. Uh, but, so, yeah, they were telling, like, jokes about, like, everything but their their sexuality for, for years, and then the only people telling gay jokes were straight people, where gay people were, like, the punchline right. of that. So, now there are a lot of gay comedians, and, you know, we talk about it, but then there's always, like, this kind of backlash. I, d- I don't know if it's... Alienating though for audiences, but then I've also have never like the most conservative place I've done a show was like out on Long Island. Mm -hmm. Like other than that, it's like cities. That's not that conservative. Around the country, there's Long Island Island that are just oh, it's it's red territory. Yeah, bar
1: fight. Yeah, (laughs) it's just a bunch of guys in hockey jerseys like swinging at each other. That's how I picture Long Island. I don't know if that's true.
2: I I definitely like. I only had the attention of maybe half the audience and the guy who had line and closed out was definitely one of those like fuck PC culture guys. And people were going nuts, including yeah. my like ex-wife's family who was there cause they were on Long Island. Oh, you and, have an
0: ex-wife? Oh, oh please yeah. Please tell yeah. her.
2: Yeah. I love this. I love when people don't know. Yeah. I have an ex-wife. I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: I just think it's fun. It's always interesting well, when you meet a young person with an ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for calling me a young person. it's always like, what happened? Right. I was talking about this the other day on a podcast. You yeah. got to tell me now.
2: Uh, oh, I mean, I I used to live in Atlanta and at that time like people got married in their mid 20s and uh were like, yeah, let's let's get married and I just like really wanted to settle. This was like before I started doing comedy and then i became a comedian and then she hated it and then uh, left me so that's wow that <laughs> that's her the cliff notes yeah wow, damn yeah.
0: it's so awesome though to have like a gay person who's also like abused marriage i know it's just kind of yeah, a the cool thing people have, we have. Yeah. like now that we're all starting to get divorces yeah, i like, that's uh, really progress. that's equality so many
2: like you've had so many two lesbians are getting divorced yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's amazing yeah so so did my wife my wife had was married to a woman before me we were well, both she's trying to get in the country yeah so <laughs> she finally found the Canadian-American dual citizenship yeah. that she wanted. Well, she was already a Canadian. Uh, oh, that's Canadian. true. She yeah. was a Canadian. I yeah, just yeah. Yeah, yeah. that anyway. Uh, uh, I love that. Yeah. So yeah, she hated that that I did comedy. Uh,
1: I think the wave of of gay divorces is like one of my favorite side effects of legalized marriage.
2: Yeah, it's great. I think it's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, was actually going to do a comedy show with another gay divorced comedian. We were like, we should just do a show of all like gay divorced comedians. Yeah. Cause I think there are enough for, at this point, for yeah, we lineup. could
1: definitely do a lineup.
2: <laughs> yeah. R- Rosie O'Donnell. The yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, it's very interesting to, so, so now I guess I'm at a point where, uh, I'm mostly just getting booked on gay shows and that has me a little bit worried. Like, mm. I mean, it's cool that there are so many gay shows to book me, but like on Friday I was literally booked on like two back to back. Yeah. Specifically queer queer shows and when I that's kind of like why I like getting out of New York because then I'm just on just regular shows. Yeah. yeah. Not that I don't like doing queer. I don't know, how do you find like the difference for audiences? Between like a queer show, um, and a I've mixed done a scrub. handful
0: of like queer shows. Usually, I don't think like my gay jokes kill as much. Yeah, like they're like, so what? We suck pussy too. Like yeah, like no. they don't care. They're not like. Yeah. sorry for saying suck oh, you-
2: pussy. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to that. I don't pussy. even know There's why rules. I said that. No. Like,
0: <laughs> I did some joke where like you know, a lot of times like it's f- like I'll point out some of the differences in like yeah. gay culture. Straight culture and I think straight audiences might find that like, oh, like that, that there's something funny about that, that I didn't notice. And I think they're more interested crowd, in it. Gray yeah, crowds are, might be like, yeah, we know. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, every time I perform for lesbians, I'm so hopeful and I'm always like, oh, you guys suck. They're a tough crowd. They are
1: a tough crowd, because they're all there, and they all just ran into their ex on the way in. Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's what happens at our that, Stonewall show. I shows. swear to God.
1: Like the vi- I, I can feel the vibe. I'm like, there are at least 10 women in this room who are furious that their ex is here with someone that's that they funny. suspected she liked the whole time they were together. And they've all fucking dated yeah. each other. <laughs> it's this crazy web. You could like connect red yarn between all of them, well, that's and you'd have one of those like, conspiracy.
2: Yeah, right. like, it's the, Alice it's the like you, baby. That's what happened with uh, with my ex wife. Is that my girlfriend before that was suspicious of the two of us when there was like nothing going on, and then I went and, and married her. Yeah. there was still was nothing going, going on though no, in her
1: defense.
0: Huh? <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, nothing. I was just, nothing was, I was,
2: just nothing was going on, and then you yeah, married nothing her. Nothing was going on, and then I married her. That sounds a lot. That sounds likely. Before,
1: during. I'm kidding. Sort of. No. Whatever. It it's was, fine. She doesn't listen you know, to me. You're like, yeah.
0: nothing is going on. We're just going to get married. Yeah. yeah. Just listen, let us we get married.
1: barely tolerate each other, so we're getting married because that's what lesbians do. Uh-huh.
0: I
2: think we just, it, it I got tricked into it because we never fought. So I thought that was a good relationship. Oh fought? man, that's a bad sign. Yeah, we
0: never fought. Lesbians fight so much. And I went, I, know, I was in a right? like
2: very they do. fight I, heavy relationship.
0: I was um, at the Comedy Cellar last night and I was having dinner with Judy Gold, an amazing <gasps> yes. lesbian uh, comedian who you should have on this podcast. We, uh, we, we want, want to. to. Yeah. She's,
2: Too busy. She's really brilliant.
0: And she was talking to me about lesbian relationships because, you know, from one older lesbian to a younger lesbian. She's not old though, she's so young. Um, And she was just like, Lesbians, we fight so much with our partners. And I was like, That's true, right? But does it have to be that? So much emotion.
1: I feel like there should, there's got to be about, what's a good number of fights you think? And I just mean like, Per day? No, just like (laughs) in like a month. I think like one little sort of thing. Um, not a big one but one like you a should month? you should disagree about something at some point
0: point. one a month i'm having a lot more than one a yeah. month
1: is that <laughs> not are you in a relationship yeah oh yeah how's it going
0: it's good but it's more than one a month i would say one a week oh that's cool
1: but that's fine but it depends on how you fight though like i was in a two-year relationship where it was fucking knockdown dragouts drag outs every yeah oh honestly week and a half like, but like, epic fucking. Like, we broke up every two weeks for a year. Uh, it was I was super in a relationship <laughs> like
0: that too.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, It
0: was so. I mean, and, and, and then I, we had
2: an episode called Soulmates, and Sarah's like, "Yeah, she's my soulmate." But I thought you, you were backed oh, into I, a corner. I, though. I also
1: was back because her sister listened to the podcast, and I had to talk about that. But anyway, <laughs> I, anyway, that ended a year ago. But it was just like that was like. And how? Long I never want to go back. That it was for two years, but it ended a year ago. Oof. But the la- it was the last year basically that was like we basically broke up every two weeks like oh my god fully and lived together it was just like
0: brutal brutal Do you feel like a like you have PTSD coming home from war honest to
1: God yes I, not to minimize actual people with PTSD from war no, no. but I know what you but but we're on the same level <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: I fe- I feel like uh, knockdown dragouts aren't those aren't right. healthy those no. aren't healthy and the Are, way we fought wasn't physically? healthy
1: no, just no I'm saying. joking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would have been well, less painful physically. I would have rather her just punch me in the face than just fucking some of the shit we'd say to each other. But we didn't fight fair because we were not a good couple and we yeah. were not good communicators. And like, yeah, I think it's possible to I think like going into something planning like, OK, here's how I feel when I'm in a disagreement. Here are certain things that like really get to me and you can kind of plan those out, I guess. But you never know how you're going to react until it actually happens. Yeah,
0: I've I've noticed that, like, the best thing to do when you're in a fight is to just stop talking to the person because um, I'll get in fights with my girlfriend and then the fight will become about sometimes the things you say when you're fighting it through. Exactly. So if you can just, like, shut up and just take your space and cool down, then you can actually hash it out. But if you fight and then you're just like, and by the way! (laughs) Your mom's a cunt. You know? and th- then it's like, well, we're and fighting for this thing. That's that. You know, yeah.
1: like I'm sure it's true.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you're fighting about it's like you. T- it's like you take a medication and then you have to take more medication for the side effects of it. Totally. Yeah. So you just gotta like figure out the root thing
0: and be kind and move on. Yeah. In it's my next tough. relationship,
1: I will definitely do that. But like. Holy shit, that one was so bad.
0: Oh, yeah. my God. I mean, I really feel you on that. Yeah. My last one, I still feel like I'm coming out of a fog from it.
1: Yeah. It t- it took me, like, a solid year to, like... Well, for real, actually, well it took me about a year to speak to her again. And then... But now
2: we're friends. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, with, with my ex-wife, we didn't fight until it ended. And she was just, like, trying to get me to end the marriage. But I wouldn't. So it was just, like, a lot of yeah shitty stuff going on. But she was always uh, afraid that... Um, I don't know she, she was like When we get a divorce Are you gonna talk about me In your stand up And you're like Yeah I'm like maybe I, I don't know Who cares Yeah like, Also it, you're, I, you're, you're not like, gonna be there You're here? not yeah. there now You yeah. don't even fucking like That I do comedy Yeah I know Whatever I think even worse Was that I started this podcast I think Yeah she, do you, Does she know that you started it Oh I'm sure she does And and now it's like Hours of me making jokes At the expense of my first marriage uh, It's fine On the podcast I think it's fine Who cares? She, she doesn't, doesn't listen.
0: listen And if she does She's pathetic You know, there's no way she listens. I don't.
2: I, I don't think she does. She's not the type. She's not the type who would. But if you the are, type tune two now, because you suck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> even if you were still married, honestly, she would never listen. You know, she wouldn't. Oh, she. She wouldn't even throw you like a like on Instagram. Wow. No. She
2: unhearted bitch. She unfollowed me on Twitter while we were while married. they were still married. <laughs> And you never fought. Is that the. Yeah. Yeah. She right. That, that, you. That 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 was like that was our first like big fight because I don't get angry she easily. And I got like, you on, re- How long yeah. were you
0: married for? Five years. And no. At what point does she unfollow you on Twitter? Probably like a year before the divorce. <laughs> oh, my. I
1: did to take you to realize it, though. Do you know? Like, did you ask her, like, when did you unfollow me on Twitter? Yeah. I, this is such a fucking millennial Shh. conversation, This is am-
0: amazing. I think it was like eight months. Eight months. It took you eight months to realize? That she unfollowed me, yeah. Why? How did you realize? Because I was making You're it. like,
1: did you see that funny tweet? And she no, said, no, no,
2: no. no, I unfollowed you eight months ago. No, <laughs> I, uh, oh, she read my tweets. She ju- just didn't want to give me the follow. Wow. Yeah. What a bitch. That, right? That, that was <laughs> That's part what of you her defense. you your exes. But but the way I found out is even better because I was writing a tweet that was like every time I lose a follower I check to make sure it's not my wife. Oh and you, you thought And then I realized
0: I <laughs> she hasn't been
2: following me. Oh my I wanna, god I want I'm
0: imagining right now your ex wife sitting in a chair reading her <laughs> wife's tweets and going, God, I wanna unfollow this bitch. Yeah. And unfollowing you. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's pretty brutal.
1: Yeah like yeah like she's going through and kind of you know how you go through it once in a while you sort of clean up your social media follows yeah. like I'm going to get rid of a bunch of stuff and she's like uh eh, this is I'm follow- why am I following Quaker Oats? I don't know. I don't know that guy. Boom boom unfollowed. Mm-hmm. My wife, uh, you know what <laughs> fuck. Yeah. It? I know. Like that like <laughs>
0: Like, I, I, I imagine it'd be, wow. like, a quick decision That's like that. That is not nice. No, it's no, not. it's
1: not nice. But I also felt it's like... unkind. It, she could just mute you. make a big deal out just of it. Just fucking
2: mute you, exactly. You know how many fucking people I've muted? No, it was very petty, but... So, so she didn't want to be in a relationship with, with a comedian, and I find that a lot of people, a lot of stand-up comedians, struggle yeah. with being in relationships. And I'm lucky my wife now, like, she was very into the fact that I did stand-up comedy. And very supportive. And, and very supportive. Twitter. Uh, well, she's not on Twitter, but she would. She uh, that. That's and what she told you. <laughs> she comes.
1: <laughs> really, that's funny. She just liked one of my tweets. Yeah, yeah. again, <laughs> again, my wife follows
0: me on Twitter. You it's, know, this is my problem. It becomes like your Rodney you become Dangerfield the bagel bit. guy. Yeah, <laughs> you're not my wife. <laughs> and you're not my
2: ex-wife. <laughs> I, I missed the bagel guy thing. I was in Peru. Oh, I've seen
1: God. the references. What's bagel guy? Explain. it. Did you see it? It's like I know it's an internet thing. It's a I short, saw the, yeah, the
0: short guy. Excuse me, bagel guy. He's like a four foot ten guy. He's around my height. You could say short. That's it, short for and, a man. And he has like this flip out in a bagel store, and he did, does this rant that's really funny. And now he's calling himself a prophet for for short men. He's called himself the quote Martin Luther King of short men. It Ooh, is in, that's
1: the top shelf right there. It, it, you can't call yourself Martin Luther King of fucking anything. I'm like, first of all, Martin Unless Luther King literally are Martin Luther for, King. First of all,
0: Martin Luther King was 5'8". eight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, <laughs> First of all, sir. But uh, it's an absolute <laughs> mess, and it's
2: really funny. You okay. have to be at least five foot eight to compare yourself must to Martin be. Luther King. That, yeah. that is one
1: of the million things Baseline you Baseline requirement. Be. Yeah. 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 The other big thing five is you must actually be him. But yeah. anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so funny.
2: Well, uh, do you find it harder
0: dating being a, a stand-up comic? So my uh, first girlfriend, uh, my ex-girlfriend, I don't know why I'm calling her my first girlfriend, but... Uh, it was really difficult. She was also in comedy, not a comedian, but I found the entire thing hard. Like when I went to shows, it was like, who's, who's talking to you? Who, who laughed at that joke? Oh, like, God. whatever. Mm. It, it was exhausting. I cannot deal with that shit. Yeah. You know? And like my girlfriend now is like, God bless her, chill and easy and like not in comedy, but like, you know, she does. I'm so sorry, this is going to hit you where it hurts. But even <laughs> when we're in a fight, she likes my tweets.
2: <laughs> it's fine i'm just cutting
0: myself under the table here like and i actually oh my god i actually tweeted about it the other day and i was like this is the best like we were in a fight and i was like i just want you guys to know my girlfriend and I are in a fight right now but i bet you she likes this and she liked it that's pretty good like she's just like i know we'll get through, we'll get figure our fights out she's just yeah. calm like i have a lot of anxiety she doesn't yeah so in that way it works yeah that's cool yeah that's great yeah, I, uh, that was
1: another thing with the two-year relationship I was in. She fucking hated when I got any kind of like attention. Oh, yeah. So I was
2: like,
1: this is going to work out great for you, isn't it? Like She stormed out of one of our box shows.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah,
1: had a, yeah. We had a show at the box, and she was so mad that I was talking to human beings after the show that she literally stormed out.
0: But you know what? It's completely fine to flirt with other people, too. Even It if is. It's
1: actually. I would argue that it's healthy to do that.
0: I, why not? You're allowed to. I hope people flirt with my girlfriend and give her attention. She's not going to fuck them. Exactly. Let like, her, what is Let matter? her feel desired and exactly. beautiful. It's
2: awesome and it's the, fine. There have been male comics who have flirted with uh, Cecilia at shows, but I'm I'm so oblivious. Like, I don't see when flirting's happening. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't understand flirting. I guess I don't know. And uh, it's the only thing I understand. <laughs> So so there was like this comic and he was like, I guess flirting with Cecilia. I don't know. It seemed like they they were. She's just not a comic, talking. right? No. Thank God. Yeah. Uh and she was just like there to to support me. And then I went over and we're talking and I'm like, Oh, this this is my wife and then after like when she went to go to the bathroom, he was like, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to be flirting with your wife. I'm like, I didn't even realize you were flirting one and I also like didn't come over to be like, This is my wife. right. Like, right. you know, yeah, yeah, like not I wife. don't care. Yeah. yeah. I'm
0: isn't it kind of a turn on for you? It's a turn on for me.
2: I like I I like that. I think it's cool. It turns like me it's... on
0: when people f- uh, flirt with your wife. Men in pro- <laughs> n- Men in proximity yeah. to my wife does not turn yeah. me on. <laughs> I don't know. I like I like when people flirt with my girlfriend. Like yeah. not aggressively. I don't want them to be you know c- coming on to her. But mm-hmm. like yeah. when people are into the person you're with, it makes me think. It makes it, me makes, you fi- yeah, yeah, it makes you feel absolutely. good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I don't think I'd mind it. Like, I'm not I'm not a jealous person. So yeah, I'm not that either. would... Uh, I, I was, like, yeah. born
1: without that. I can't be jealous. I've never... It just doesn't... It's not a
2: thing for me. It never has been. Except, like, to a point for me where it gets, like, a little bit sad. It, like, it, it takes so much for me to get... Jealous that by the time I am, things are like at a very sad point. Like mm. when one of my ex girlfriends bought a drink for somebody in a bar who looked exactly like her ex girlfriend, who she wasn't over. Oh. And I said, "Why'd you just buy a drink for her?" And she's like, "Because I thought she was really pretty. And oh, we were god. together."
0: Okay, that's and, and that's you're like picking bad people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm these really are, are these are way. like these are aggressive. Like I know, like overt. Crum- yeah like, this isn't good. Yeah, shit.
2: <laughs> we should get to our listener question mm-hmm. before I make myself sound any sadder.
0: Uh, <laughs> we're like, it's funny when uh, when people flirt with my girlfriend. You're like, God, I hate when people kind of fuck my wife in my bed. <laughs> 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 oh
2: my god, this is the uh, best ever. Yeah, I love it. You figured me out too quickly. Yeah. Um, any last things to say about stand-up comedy before a listener question? I
0: don't know.
2: I don't know, man. Don't do it. Don't do don't it. Don't yeah. do it.
0: It's not good. I know whenever I see people like <laughs>
2: encourage others to do stand-up.
0: I never I understand like, that why anybody would that.
2: encourage someone to do stand-up. I'm like, I don't know why you're encouraging. The only time I encourage is when it's people who are uh who are full of shit and they're like, <laughs> and, oh, and I okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: I'm like, you've got something. <laughs> Oh my yeah, god. Potential. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, I'm gonna apologize so much after this episode. <laughs> um
2: no, it's it's guys who are like, oh, you know, people always told me I should do stand-up. I'm like, fucking do it. Yeah, go exactly. to Mike. I'll go with you right now. Yeah. I'll no, go with go you go to the Mike. Mike. Let's see it. Let's see what you got, Josh. Let's
0: see what you got. Yeah, so never so see somebody shrink jog. back into a yeah. hole. Do it. Yeah. Get on stage. Cause you can't fake it up there, big boy. Yeah.
1: You got a neck beard and a uh-huh. flannel
2: shirt. You're halfway home, baby. Let's go to an open mic. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You got to dick talk about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> listener question. This is a long one. I, I, this is edited down. Oh, okay. Christ. I hate these. Go on. But we you guys love you, got to fucking stop
1: sending such a long email. I love <laughs> you guys, but for the love of God. But
2: then sometimes we don't have context, and we're like,
0: well, we don't know. I don't on want this. Context.
1: All right, go on. <laughs> Sorry. Well, Give the,
0: her a break. She can't sit through a fucking episode of TV. What? <laughs> we can handle the emails. I yeah. have a
2: fucking guinea pig fried brain. Come on. Allie and I will answer this listener question. Great. Within this past year, I realized I'm a lesbian. Congrats. Uh, the woman who triggered this cascade of events is now a close friend. I'm fairly unclear about her sexuality, though many things point can to you her being a bisexual. Yes. <laughs> I can't
0: really Talking in New York speed. speed. Uh, okay. Oh, Jesus.
2: <laughs> Uh, And we're running out of time. (laughs) I'm fairly unclear about her sexuality, though many things point to her being at least bisexual. Beyond that, I feel some significant chemistry between the two of us, but we both have histories with men, and this is as far as the conversation in the realm of sexuality has gone. I'm finding myself in a space of having zero desire to potentially ruin our friendship, because honestly this is um, most important to me, and then also being wildly attracted to her um, in a serious way. In the spirit of not wanting to ruin the friendship, uh... Blah blah blah. I've gone on Tinder and met a few awesome women. Problem is, I'm hung up on the one friend.
0: Okay, I know what to do.
1: Is she asking us what to do? She, is there any more context that
2: matters? Because this is a cut and dry case.
1: This of is clear. Your Does she follow
2: you on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> if not, you could be married to her. Yeah. If not, congrats. <laughs> if not, there's something you just to found work your, with. You just found your first wife. <laughs> do you live in new york is it my ex-wife there's always a chance um uh, so a- yeah, what is she asking a- after all this stuff she wants to know uh do i tell the woman i've fallen in love with my no. feelings uh at the risk of altering the friendship and then second part um online dating sites really places to form potential friendships with other lesbians thus far i've been entirely transparent about where i am with my feelings and in life but am i being an asshole for even putting up a profile
1: Nope, not at all. Do it. Yes. I have a lot of friends that I met through... Well, we went on like a date and are now just friends. Yeah. I think
2: uh, that's normal. Absolutely.
1: I think that's, that's actually a better way to go into it, I yeah. think, is just be like, worst case scenario, I got friends out of the deal. It's yes. fine. Also, you're in love with your best friend. That's a, that's a whole thing. It's, 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 it's going to happen. It's so common. Just, I wouldn't... Honestly, I wouldn't tell her. Oh. If you're not feeling a av- vibe... I mean, what do you think?
0: I mean, this is what I would suggest. First of all, this idea of ruining the friendship ruining the friendship that is you being hung up on her and obsessing over her, you're not ruining that. Yeah. That's something that you're not going to have a functional healthy friendship when you're harboring secret love for this person. Yes, that's yes. True. So yeah. you're either going to Ultimately... Dr. You Fraser cr- Crane here. Ultimately yeah. need to cut this person out of your life because you have intense feelings for them that they're not going to reciprocate. Okay, so that's one option. You're not going to do that because you're in love. So what you can do is you can go and you can go get drinks and you can open up and talk and tr- make a move. If that doesn't work, you're going to have to find a way to live with yourself and trust me, you two are not going to be best friends. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. When you, when gonna you have both. that feeling... Yeah. yeah. Like that, you can't get rid of that. When yeah. You know, everyone... Who's a lesbian has been in love with their friend at some Everyone. point. Everyone. Not me. Uh, well, really? I know. But no. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean I I was but I definitely people. had feelings
1: for a friend of mine for a very long time. Who, who who you didn't know was gay? No, I knew she was gay, but okay. in hindsight, it was because I just didn't know any other lesbians and yeah. it would have not had I told her, it would have fucking torpedoed an amazing friendship that we have now and obviously and I also wasn't really attracted Is this to Britney? her. I don't know. No. <laughs>
0: Brittany, if you're listening. (laughs)
1: Um, No, it's it's so... It's tricky. It's 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 really tricky. tricky. But it's also like, you gotta be, be prepared to lose the friendship, like you said. Or just don't fucking say anything. And also, meeting someone else is gonna completely... Oh. Clear my. this up for the you. The best second thing,
0: you meet somebody else, fuck, fuck, a, fuck a woman. You need, fuck a, you need any this woman. email, You're writing into a podcast called Diking Out. Yeah. You need to go fuck a woman. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. positive of it. And go follow her on woman. Twitter afterwards, yeah. please. <laughs> just follow her. Yeah, just. Uh,
1: honestly meeting someone else is gonna clear this up for you right away I yeah. think so yeah
0: and then maybe if your best friend this girl sees you out with another girl she'll make it more clear like yo yo yeah or she won't
1: fucking
2: care because she's straight yep, yep. there you or go done in some other way. we solved that i solved wow <laughs> alright um Okay, so Allie, where can people find you on social media? Speaking of Twitter, if I want to unfollow you on Twitter, where can I do that?
0: I am on both Instagram and Twitter at Allie Colbert, A L I K O L B E R T. Do you have any upcoming shows you want to plug? Um, I'm actually going to be doing a show that seems pretty queer tomorrow um, at the Break in Greenpoint called Girls, Girls, Girls. It's well, this important- doesn't come out till Monday, so forget okay, it. Okay, so never mind. Um, I'm going to be at Lucy Fest. Um, oh. Which- is in pretty cool Jamestown yeah that? in Jamestown the weekend yeah. of August um, 9th I'm there performing on August 10th at the Tropicana Room great that's awesome alright well cool. you can follow us at Diking Out on all social media you can give us
2: money uh, and get extra episodes and swag and stuff at patreon.com slash out uh, follow me at TGI Carolyn I'm at the Sarah York and uh, please follow me on Twitter at TGI Carolyn <laughs> please follow me as well I don't care about Twitter I do anyway it's fun let's go All uh dyke out with us again bye
0: bye
1: bye hey there this is Justin Bartha I made a funny new podcast King of the Egg Cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black I'm torn by my feelings for two women Bobby Cannavale you can eat it